I've never seen a diamond in the flesh I cut my teeth on wedding rings Dude, that's pretty oh, cool. Man, that is really I'm just that sad. Is really sad. <laughs> Dude, that's pretty good. This is Big Bang, bringing you weekly interviews with F3 Omaha Packs, exploring their F3 experiences, and finding those sticky elements that create the glue in the gloom. This is the plague. We got Pony Express and then uh, Reba, who is uh, F3 Omaha Redwood, also has is uh, the the infamous creator of a Jack Rabbit exercise that pre- Rabbit. Pre- <laughs> the previous podcast, uh, Honey Stinger and others have been wondering what is that thing called and how do we recreate it. Uh, but also, um, Reba, I know you as a man of, of really strong faith, so um, I'm just uh, getting. Um, I'm excited to, just to get to talk with you and, and hear your story. So um, with our Redwoods, we really, uh, we'd like to open it up and just hear your kind of impressions of that first day, um, who brought you out, uh, what was that like on the first day? And then um, you were also one of the only uh, packs, I think, to maintain a uh, female nickname. Uh, so I think that's a, that we got to hear that story. How did that come about? So uh, go ahead and tell us about, tell us about that. Okay, well, um, me and Specimen and uh, Coach K all worked together um, in the past. And uh, while we're sitting, and and Specimen is a a strong believer as well, and uh, during work every now and then we'd share uh, the good news every now and then. And um, he his wife worked at UNMC and uh, his wife sort of EH'd him, I think, because uh, he was speaking or she was speaking with Chad or wait time. And um, then all of a sudden uh, specimen started hearing about it. And was like, gosh, I need to check this out. And was going to like the pre events uh, where they would meet at um, a bar or whatever and talk about what's going on. So then he would sort of relay the info to me and I'm like, I, I started searching online about it and I'm like, gosh, this is weird. Like this is weird stuff, but like, I think it might be something I need in my life. I don't, I don't know. I'm going to try it out once and see what happens. Um, so go to the very first workout and I can't, I'm horrible with names. I'm horrible with remembering things. I think it's uh, CTE from a lot of head injuries. But uh, but um, one of the one of the packs from where was it the Carolinas or or whatever that was there um, helping out, um, getting getting wait time to launch this, and was there as well. And we're doing the workout. And um, at that time, I'm. I was just balls to the wall and, and trying my hard to, I guess, I don't know if I was trying to impress people or, or what, uh, but there's always that with men, there's always a little bit of competition where you want to sort of show off every now and then. And um, I was crushing it and uh, the, the packs, I can't, which I can't remember his name, who 
came came from uh, the Carolinas and says, hey, what's your name? What's your story? He's like, you are crushing it. Like, you're, you're just pumping my head. Like, my head was exploding with the size. Like, just giving me all these compliments. He goes, so just back home, like, you, you get a you get a big guy who's uh who's who's crushing the workouts and everything we give him a woman's name so don't be offended i'm like i'm not going to be offended with anything you know um but but throughout the workout there was a lot of we just sort of went all around the boys town campus like doing um like one of my favorite exercises uh because i'm good at it is like balls to the wall like I, I love shoulder exercises. I'm I'm pretty good at those, um, but but throughout the exercise, I'm going through everywhere. I'm like, what in the world is this? Why are they? Why do we have to call all these push-ups merkins? Like I don't get it. Like what what is going on? I'm 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 a guy who likes to. I've always been addicted to exercise. Like I've since a little kid I've, I've loved working out um so i've always loved lifting heavy heavy things and setting them down that's that's what i like to do um even a, my uh father made me my first like lap lap pull down machine and put <laughs> like a cable machine and put it in the in the basement so like when i was in fifth or sixth grade because i was just always talking about exercise with him. Um, so, yeah, that's my whole point was, like, what is going on around here? Why is there so many weird exercises? Why is there so many weird names? And I'm just not sure about this. But then after it, like, during the workout, I'm finding myself um, having a little chatters with people around me and getting to know people a little bit. I mean, getting to know is sort of relative, but as men getting to know people is just like sitting next to them. So, um, but doing that and then we're sharing laughs, laughing at each other, doing these silly exercises and stuff like that. It, after the workout, I'm like, you know what? I do need that in my life. I, um, it, it's good to laugh at yourself. It's good to uh, run alongside another another man and 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 share in that gloom. You know, that's awesome. What? So was Reba? So Reba's not because you're a big country fan, is it? Or no, where, no. where did the name Reba come from? Well, they, so they are at least one person in, in that group already had it in mind that they were going to give me a woman's name that, that was, that was said to me while we were working out. So, um, what I get, I get into the middle. I say, my name's David Coe. I didn't even get very far. My name's David Coe, like David Allen Coe, the country singer. And then all of a sudden, Reba, and there it was. So fancy is my name. Nice, oh, I love it. And you, you've even got a shirt that says Reba on it, which I love. Yeah, my wife bought me that. Yep, that's awesome. Um, Found it on like a thrift store, Amazon site or something. I love that. So I, one of the things that I'm I'm curious about because we we've interviewed several guys and um, the topic has come up a couple times on 
you know, like just because you can't come to every workout doesn't mean you're not a part of the group. And you've, you've done a really good job of still maintaining that connection, right? You, you come out whenever you can. Um, you're still, you know, you came out to the convergence for the anniversary, but really you, you've been able to adjust things and, and at the same time prioritize um, your wife and your family and, and that sort of stuff. So um, curious, just as you're looking back, you know, what, what are some of the things that you remember um, being impactful or, you know, anything that, that you would highlight from your, your journey with F3? I'm thinking of your, your cue. <laughs> I, at some point I want to, I want you to remind us what that one exercise is because um, we can't seem to remember it. We all want to recreate it, but I don't know. Talk me through some of your memories throughout the last few years. Um, I would say, yeah, I, I've, queued twice i should i should i always think i'm always thinking in my head i should do more i should do more i should do more um and and that's just a part of me and uh, another part of me is i'm i'm hard uh, it's hard for me to like take that step without somebody saying okay do it you know um so so i would say the things that are impactful uh my first cue was um i thought it went off good i put a lot of thought into it and um i wish i could i think i probably still have it saved on my work computer here somewhere um but it was it was just a sort of a, a workout that i did at um the gym i belonged to when i was working at uh, uh streck but um I took that and just made it into a body weight type workout and it, it was fun like uh, it, it, uh, a lot of uh, um i made i made a point to highlight picking up the six so uh, once you finished you, you you went and you helped other people and could like take some of their reps from them if you wanted you know um and then uh taught at the end on the cot i talked about um the statue at boys town and uh the he's not heavy he's my brother um saying that came from that um so that was great and anytime i get to just meet somebody while while working out um the relationships you form it's and like i said before like with with women you can they have to have a conversation they have to like that's how they form friendships men they form friendships by just being shoulder to shoulder doing something um and then uh i guess another thing that pops out is actually uh one of your cot's plague um it was pretty early on and you were talking about being vulnerable and because everybody was still sort of figuring everything out at that time and we weren't we weren't being very vulnerable with each other um but you pretty much made it okay to do that um you talked about addictions and, and and listed off a whole bunch of different addictions that people could have that and if you have them just speak up like people people have dealt with that here like you don't know unless you talk about it and that, that's um what's crazy is like that that's so true because um and i just learned about it lately with at work we started this 4-H's thing with our team. Um, it was brought from the Cleveland Browns, basically, and you, it's uh, heroes, 
our history, heroes, heartbreak, hope. And we just tell our story with that. And the things that come up during heartbreak, it's like, wow. And, oh, my gosh, I dealt with that. And I haven't told anybody before in my life, you know. Um, so it, it makes it more free to, to share and get them off your chest, you know. Yeah, I, you know, I love that. And, um, you know, obviously, you, you know where I'm coming from. It's not, it's not really me, right? It's God that kind of gives us the strength to do that. But it kind of, um, you know, when I look at, the, at sad clown syndrome, I think the, the thing that keeps guys there is keeping that like hidden piece of themselves, right? If, if you're continuing, if, if you keep something hidden, then we don't really know who you are and you never get to feel fully accepted for, for who that is. And um, so it's just the more you can kind of peel back the layers of the onion and it, you know, and not every, it doesn't have to like start with sharing your deepest, darkest secret, but just getting pieces of yourself out there and realizing that um, the men in the circle and, and ultimately the community that you're surrounded by um, we, we actually aren't looking to judge you and, and we accept you for, um, for those pieces of yourself. So I, I love that. I, um, I think you, sorry, sorry to interrupt, but I think you kind of hit it on the head too, Reba. Like there's something about the workouts themselves where it kind of cuts through the BS. Uh, you know, like I said, like guys come in with some machismo. Like I come in, play, play comes in, bubbles comes in, whoever thinks they're too cool for school but you're not cool when you're getting smoked, you know, it just kind of cuts through all that with the workout. You know, you get smoked at the workout, then everyone's like, man, we're all on the same playing field here. I'm just as gas as this guy. You know, there's maybe not a lot of mumble chatter, like you're saying going on. It's just being in the gloom with each other, just going through that, you know, and that really uh, can build and forge some relationships. It's, it's, an, it's interesting. I found myself like not going, I used to go just to like get a great workout in and then um, sort of build my ego as well with, with people saying, wow, look at you, you know? Um, but then it turned into, no, I'm just going to hang out with the guys. Like I, I don't even, when I go out now, like I don't, I don't care. I, I just, I just want to, I'll I'll sit back with the last person going or, or the six and um, uh, or just find somebody I haven't talked to with a while and jog next to them, whatever. Like I, I I'm just out there having fun now. Like it's not um, and, and getting a little bit of a workout in too, you know. So you had mentioned Reba and and you know clearly uh, not to puff up your ego, but but your physique, I mean, you have the first F figured out, right? I mean, you, you know, I, I mean, um, your, your t-shirt right now is like, needs some more room. No, I'm just kidding. Just giving you a hard time. But, uh, you, you, uh, so talk me through like, uh, the three F's, right? Fitness, fellowship, and faith. And you've said it a couple times, but like, where do you feel like you're at? And maybe which of those have you found F3 helping with the most? Or, you know, are, do you feel like that's been a, a growing journey for you? Or where are you at today? Yeah. So, um, like I said before, fitness has always been a part of my life. And, um, and, and something I've always, and I think, thinking back on it, I, I think it's because my dad has a huge beer belly. And, has always had a huge beer belly and I've never wanted to be like that. I've wanted to uh, be able to play around with my kids and, and um, 
enjoy my family um, where he wasn't really able to. Um, but so it's helped me in my fitness because like I said, I don't like running. I don't like cardio. So this is sort of, this helps that, um, the fellowship it's helped a ton. Um, mainly because like when you get married, you, you have your friends. Like I have my, I have my college friends and I have my high school friends that I talk to here and there. We have a message group that we message each other here and there, but it's not like, I don't know. It's not like we're, we're close, but we're not as close as I would say um, being next to somebody at going through the gloom, you know, um, I can still share things with them. Um, but I don't know for, for whatever reason, I think it's just, just, uh, the whole, whole setup with F3. It's a lot easier to, um, share things with people and, and, and work through things with people. Um, so the, the fellowship part is, it's another place that I'm growing. That's a place where I want to grow even more, um, mainly because I don't think I've given enough to F3 with that. Um, like, usually get done with a get done with the workout. I have to rush home to shuttle kids to gymnastics or 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 make it home in in time for my wife to go to the gym she loves fitness too so um, i don't want to be selfish and take things away from her if she um she needs to she needs to do do what she needs to do as well um so i need to do a better job of just checking slack too like like if i if i check the slack i'll, I'll usually check it and i'm like oh they got together Oh, that was last night. Okay. Well, maybe, maybe next time, you know? Um, so that's one, that's a spot where I want to, want to try to grow more, um, and get to know more people. Cause I know, I know a lot of people, but I don't really know them, you know? Um, and then the faith component, um, that's, that. I was relieved in, in knowing that there was something coming to Omaha that, that integrated faith into this for, for men. Um, even if it, even if they're not strong believers, uh, throughout you'll, you, you'll realize that there is, there is something bigger out there that is, um, playing the puppet master, you know? Um, so faith, I, I'm, pretty good at that but, but um we're all sinners and and it's and it's something that um we all work on every day uh i i want to start volunteering more too that's a, that's another thing that it's like i i get on slack and i see oh they're they're doing this there and that was a week or two ago like i, I just need to check it more often or get a shield lock together <laughs> which uh, just taking the time to do it you know that that's uh that's the thing with me it's just making time and just doing it yeah i you know something that i think is really um it's interesting because when you read free to lead they talk about the third 500 which is kind of like a later stage in a guy's life and so 
I kind of, and for me, the way it's worked out is with having a younger child, there is more of a need for me to be present at, at home, right? And so some of the other things, there, there's like a pull internally to like be involved and engage in those things. But ultimately, you're making the right decision by prioritizing your family and, and your wife and your kids first. So it's just, you know, just knowing that you have that desire, but the right thing to do is just focus on the, on the people in proximity to you and while you, you know, while you, that's the greater need. But um, talk me through, you know, I think um, one of the things that, that you have been able to do is just stay connected uh, with, with your church and just, you know, continuing to grow your faith. Are there things that you feel like, um, you know, maybe it's like accountability or maybe it's just um, seeing things from other people's perspectives. But as you've been um, just kind of watching guys grow in F3, what have you had a chance to do Source or read Free to Lead? Or is it just really the ability to connect that you feel like has been helpful and kind of continuing to push in and keep you coming back? Um, I would say, I would say just, I, I have read Free to Lead. Uh, which Pony Express still can't say, probably. Um, I'm in the middle of it, okay? You're there, like, it's seven person that said something, and I have 30 pages to go, and then I'm done. <laughs> um, but the thing is with me, you, you, Pony Express will remember it, though. Like, myself, I, I'm the type of person that has to read read it three times to, like, finally get it in my head like i can talk about things that they talk about in there but i i can't remember what what it's called or or anything like that um but so that that was good i would say i would say mostly it's just um the helping hands from everybody like it wasn't too long after after we started that uh specimen and and I lost our jobs, um, and and everybody's like, "Hey, what can I do? What do you what do you what do you want to do next? If there's anything I can do, and constantly checking in and seeing how you're doing, um, that that has grown, or, or that was a welcome sight, or in any problem that anyone else is having. You know, so many people um, reached out to me while I was going through that, that like I feel a duty if I hear of something going on with somebody's family, whatever, um, to at least reach out and check out on them and, and see if there's anything I can do, even if it is just just a just a voice on the other hand or an ear on the other end. Sometimes people just need to call and, and um, gripe about something that's what like i work with nurses every day and um they travel around they're alone at a place for 13 weeks they don't know anyone i always tell them like uh, just call me and 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 complain to me or or if it's something in your life or whatever just just get it out and i'll be here to listen you know and i think a part of that a part of that comes from f3 too like f3 has made me grow in my personal life and my and my um work life in order to in order to do those things and be more open with people i love that man uh 
especially because when you're reaching out outside of F3, I guess I would say sometimes I can come off very superficial. You know, do you really care that much about your colleagues? You know, like, hey, how are you doing? Oh, great. That, I mean, I'm sorry that's happening to you or whatever. But when it's coming from F3, at least what I experienced, it seems so genuine. Um, and you really have a group of guys that are really, you know, how are you? Is there anything I can do for you? And then I love what you said after that. Like, once I saw that at F3, then it bled over into my real life, you know. Then I was able to treat my colleagues and my peers with the type of respect and, and graciousness that I'm receiving on the, on the other end from F3. So I love that. What, um, as you were going through that, so you mentioned um, kind of the loss of a, of a job, and I, I want to touch on this a little bit because it, I mean, so May is, you know, Mental Health Awareness Month and something that I was reminded of is like loss of job is a, a lot of men identify with their job. Um, so, and that can be just a source of anxiety, depression, you know, you name it. And so... How did you, what was, what was that like? I mean, was it, um, did you tell the, the guys at F3 and then they kind of, did, was that support helpful in like helping you move through that? It sounds like it was, but tell me a little bit more about that. I'm just curious your perspective. Um, brought it up at a, at a beat down and, uh, and then like, so it happens. Day happens where they, they, there's a meeting in the calendar to meet at this room at this time and like I had some other colleagues come up to me and they're like what's this about I oh it's nothing they probably just want want our input on things <laughs> and they come in and um, said okay we're we're cutting the work for or we're cutting all of you um, and then I almost went into a rage in, in that meeting. Um, I held it back and just started asking questions. Like, I don't understand. Like, these are, these are my metrics. You said you went on metrics and, but it was just a cost cutting measure. And that, that's totally fine. Like, um, I had been, the crazy thing is I had been wanting to leave that place for, two or three years before, but I, I got into that comfort level, you know, um, and, and you're comfortable, you're, you're making a good living wage and, and whatever happens, happens. Um, but uh, always looking to, to do something else. And I, I took it as uh, after feeling sorry for myself for a little bit, I took it as a way of um, God just making the decision for me and um, saying, Hey, here's, you have uh, three months, I think our severance was like three months. So you have three months to figure out what you, your next step is. So there you go. And a lot of people don't, don't get that. Um, so uh, I brought it up at a beatdown then. And um, then it was just constant people just reaching out, seeing um, like how the job search is going, how, how I'm doing as a person and, and how, uh, the family's doing with it, uh, you know, and um, just knowing that you had people to go to and and, and people that had went through it before, you know, that, that sort of like what we talked about before. Um, there's people that I, I, I felt like in my head, I felt like a loser. Like I came home, um, told my family and was crying my eyes out saying I'm a loser. I'm disappointing the family and and 
none of them. They're like, Dave, you just need it. No, it's, that's not it at all. You know, we're going to do what we, uh, we need to do. Um, but so, yeah, that, that's sort of the way, the way it went down. What, um, I mean, if, if somebody else was, was going through that, I mean, it sounds like in your experience, sharing that was with other guys was helpful. Um, I don't know if there's any other, other advice you, you would give. And I don't, I don't mean I, too much. It's just a really good example of how having that support system can help you work through it instead of beat yourself up about it. Yeah. You, you have to talk about it. Um, and you have to, uh, and you also have to, you have to, I think you have to take time to, to grieve a little bit, even though it was a place I wanted to leave. It was still like, I wanted to leave on my own terms. I wanted to make that. Uh, and that's, that's, that's something all of us fight every day too, is, is, is um, doing things on my time, on uh, the way I want and, and hell bent on that and nothing else can change your mind. So, um, it's it's grieving a little bit and then just getting those out like don't keep it inside but but talk about these things um another thing f3 showed too is like when my father had cancer um everybody stepped up about that too and was always asking and always it, it's it's just the point of of, of people hearing receiving what's going on with with whomever and then reaching out and being genuine about it you know the and not everybody has to and not everybody does and that's fine but the the few that do it means the world to you for sure hey you know i i wanted to ask just as you're so that so there's i think there's a kind of a group of guys and I don't want to generalize people, but, but that show up to a workout and, and then they, maybe they, maybe it doesn't work with their schedule. And so they kind of get distant and then they never come back or maybe the guy that gets injured or, you know, so, so it's, it's like, you know, they're for, for one reason or another, they spend some time apart and then it's hard for them to come back and, and like re-engage. Um, but you've, you've been able to maintain pretty consistent, you know, you come when you can and you still come and you're able to share and be a part of, and, um, what, what's sort of been your, your secret there, or maybe it is that you have found support when you've shared, you've been supported. I don't, I don't know, but what's kept you <clears throat> feeling engaged over time, even without being able to come every single day. Cause I think we have some guys in that group that just decide to not be a part of it. I think, I think you hit it on the head right there it's a, it's everything that is like i have shared and i've seen i've i've seen what this little f3 thing can do you know like if i don't go um i i it it affects me during the week like like i i notice a difference when i do go um i would say what keeps me going back and being able to like if I don't make it two weeks or so in a row and still come back, I, I think it's, I think it's just that, that I know, I, I know the good of this group and I don't, um, I don't want to, I don't want it to see, see it drop off or anything, you know, um, 
So it's like, I'm always going to come back when I can. And, and maybe I'll meet somebody new that day. Like I, I always, every day I, I start the day at work and I'm like, I'm going to try to meet somebody new today. Like it, it's a, it's sort of a good thing to keep in your head uh, to, to actually listen to people instead of like, if you're meeting somebody taking the dog for a walk or something and somebody says, how are you? Like, maybe not go in your deep and deep secrets or anything, but say something other than doing good. How are you? And then just keep walking, walking by, you know, um, some people are cool with that and that's fine. But like, if you, if you um, share a little bit more, who knows, maybe somebody will stop and you'll have a conversation and you'll meet somebody new. That's awesome. <clears throat> so I think one of the, um, one of the other questions. So will you tell us what is the name of that exercise? Uh, <laughs> I did, it's, well, it's, it was like the Jack I, rabbit or what was it? Was the, it, it was a killer rabbit. Okay. I, I believe that's what you're talking about. And it's, so. and it's basically, um, it would be a combo of almost a, a, a Bobby Hurley into like a tuck jump but you but you're putting your arms in between your legs as you're as you're jumping up okay and yeah and then another one that is sort of a crowd pleaser for for mary is uh like the wobbling bananas which is uh uh which is a um a hollow rock is what they call them in in the regular exercise term but it's it's a hollow hold and you just rock back and forth like a banana okay love it uh those uh, we'll be seeing more of those because I, I remember the the killer rabbit was uh th those were tough and it, there was there a spin involved do you spin at some point or no nope no i think i think it has I think people have taken it and sort of evolved it into other things too. Like it wasn't long after uh, I posted the, the back blast for that, that some, that someone from some other packs out there was like killer rabbits. What is that? And then all of a sudden I see things called murder bunnies popping up. Yeah. And I'm like, Hey, what's going on here? Yeah. Have you have you done the murder buddies? Those are with a those are with a cinder block. Yeah, yeah, those are tough. Um, what um, trying to think through, you know, just other things that you might be uh, might be on your heart or your mind to share with with the packs. I know, um, you know, we Pony's got a couple of questions for you as far as the, your your least favorite exercise and that sort of thing. But anything else, just as a redwood or just. Um, you know, kind of insight you would want to. I, I would say uh, just keep coming back like that give it a shot like it, yes it, when you first show up it could be uh, I'm sorry I got a phone call but I'm going to uh, put do not disturb on this <laughs> <laughs> There we go. I think we're set now. Sorry. Um, I would say uh, to keep coming back. 
and 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 just when you first get there you're gonna realize that there's a lot of weird things going on but like be light-hearted about like it, that's a that's the main thing for me is like we don't we don't laugh at at ourselves very much <laughs> you know and and that is that has helped me a ton like I, I i never used to do that and just going um to f3 and 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 um being able to do that it has been a life changer for me it just being light about things and not being so serious um and 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 listen talk and listen to, to the different packs members and you're going to you're going to find people that um uh, that are a lot like you you know uh, not it takes a certain person to go and do that anyway so you already have something in in, in common you know you did touch briefly, like when you come, keep coming back. There's, uh, I think, when people come, you can be intimidated because everyone. You know, I remember my first one. I thought everyone was like best friends. It was so weird. I was like, who are these guys? How do they all know each other so well? And you know, I'm next to a guy. I, I can't remember his name. I don't think he posts very much anymore. Um, shoot, Dufresne, I think was his name. And he's like, yeah, man, I've, he was talking to everybody, having a good time. And he's like, yeah, it's my second week. I'm like, what is going on here? Uh, there's definitely some magic there. Um, so I'm just, I, you know, I just want to echo what you're saying. Just keep coming back. I think it can be intimidating at first, but just keep coming back. Sure. Yeah. I get I get intimidated on on this. I, I get I get intimidated just like you, Pony Express. And the only thing that the only reason I brought up the free delete is because I listened to the other podcast. I don't know any of the stuff either, even though I yeah. read it. Yeah. Well, good. No, I'm glad there's more like me out there. Um, and glad to know that we've got a listener amongst us of what the pack's least favorite exercise is and why. And so I guess that's kind of my question to you. I have, okay. It probably have to be some sort of leg exercise because sometimes my knees just aren't raring to go. Um, monkey humpers are easy. Uh, There's a sexy factor to monkey humpers, though. I think people don't give it enough credit. Yeah. Um, I would say it might it might be like some variation of a squat like any of the squats like i don't i don't like any of them the, the, i usually i'm usually sore from the i'm usually sore from the week from doing like i think i do like leg days twice a week so like i'm usually sore and i don't i don't want to do any more legs um so that that would probably be my any any type of squat variation. I feel like that's a good practical answer. Probably the only practical response we've ever had in that. <laughs> you know, my knees are not as good, so it, it just doesn't make sense for me. A lot of people are just like, I hate it. It's it's stupid. It doesn't feel good. It's painful for me, and it's well, just because I think they're mentally weak. It's all it is. And, so. and then those then those other ones like like I I know notice at the convergence where there there was a. I'm like, what the hell is this exercise? I've never done it before. And it's just like all sorts of different movements in one and takes a lot of coordination. And yeah, I, no. 
I hear you, man. I hear you. Well, uh, kind of another question here that is asked of most of the guests. Um, you know, you kind of touched on it briefly. You keep coming back to, to some of the new guys. Do you have any other advice that you'd give an FNG? Um, FNG, I would say, uh, I would say to, to just lean in to, um, to ever, like, don't have preconceived notions or whatever. Like you're, if somebody's, if somebody's coming up and talking to you while you're working out and you're there for the first time, it's not, it, it's not ungenuine. I don't even know if that's a word, but um, it's it is genuine. Like they're 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 reaching out because they're they're curious of about you, about what your story is, and and how you fit. You know, and and just keep coming back. Like it, it's so simple, but like there is something, and I've been trying to put my finger on it of what the glue is to the gloom um but i think it's i think it is is different for everyone um and i can't quite put my my finger on on why i love it but i i i think it's a combination of all the people or all the men and um knowing that like as you grow older your friends circle seriously shrinks it's like i think i think plague even responded on a tweet like i was um, listening to a podcast and um they said jesus one of Jesus' best miracles or her most astonishing miracles was that he was mid-age and had 12 good friends you know like that's what that's what this can do this, this could this could help gr grow your circle too for anything that you're looking to do like if it's jobs if it's um net like networking anything i love that man i think um it's funny somebody the other day was had mentioned that they they had kept waiting for like the moment we were going to try to sell them something right it's, it's like all these people are being nice and so at, at some point like there's going to be like a and now you have to subscribe you know and, but but it's just not it's just not the case take a drink of this glass of kool-aid yeah. yeah yeah it's it's uh it's awesome well let's uh we'll wrap it up here with uh namarama so uh bravely hardy 35 the plague Plague, John Woodworth, 29, Pony Express. Pony Express. Hey, David, David Coe, 40, Reba. 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 Thank you, Reba, man. Appreciate it. Hey, it was great. I, I like what you guys are doing.